up a cup of horror one episode at a time i'm jackie and i'm erica well folks we are getting towards the end of the year happy holidays and happy new year this is the last episode number 27 this month is retro months and we are talking about the 1981 movie ghost story what are you drinking i kept it very simple today Mm-hmm. Just a plain old coffee with cream and sweetener. And yes, it's a dark roast. And don't roll your eyes at me. Well, I'm having a peppermint mocha for the holidays. You got to be in the spirit. Sure. Don't roll your eyes at me either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to get on with the plot reading? Sure. Every year, four old friends, Ricky Hawthorne, Sears James, Dr. John, is it Haffery? Jaffrey, sure, mm-hmm. and Edward Wanderley meet to tell ghost stories. When one of the Wanderley sons dies mysteriously the day before his wedding, and the ghostly apparition of a beautiful woman appears on the ice, the four old friends have no choice but to piece together one last story. This one more terrifying than all the others because it's true. Ooh. I thought they were meeting. Way more often than yearly. I don't think it's yearly. I think they've met once a week. I think this is wrong. <laughs> I think it's wrong because I'm pretty sure because remember the the uh, wives were like, you old coots are always yeah. telling these stories. I think it was so yeah. wherever you got this from, they're wrong. <laughs> anyway. Unless they mean like every year they meet for for a, like a series of ghost stories? No, that doesn't make sense. No. I think they I think met, they do this weekly. To me the movie implied or maybe monthly. Weekly. No, weekly yeah. or Very monthly. Strange. Whatever. We digress yet again. <laughs> well, that's the point of the podcast. <laughs> you told me I've seen this before. I really don't remember watching this movie, but I believe you, only because the abandoned house is the only thing that seemed familiar like I remember the staircase and the stained glass window. Mm-hmm. But there's also so many horror movies that have the same set design that I'm like, I don't know. I think it seemed familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never read the book either. So I guess I'll have to. But now I saw the movie. So I'll have to wait some time and then read it in the future. Well, because I was a little bit blank on the book itself. I was looking at a video on YouTube before we started recording and... I don't remember the book that well, but I do remember enjoying it. Yeah. And apparently they are very, very vastly different. Oh, so okay. So I need to revisit it as well. This is actually a revenge movie. When you really think it's a revenge movie, mm-hmm. but with a ghost. Right. The movie is, I and I did like it. It's, it was a bit long. I think they could have cut down a lot, a little bit. Here and there, it was a little, I, I thought it was a bit long. But overall, I thought it was a good ghost story. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I didn't mind the length. I thought it was a bit long. No, that that's actually what I liked about it. They had enough time mm-hmm. to build the story for each character. If you think about it, within the story, there are about three different stories, three to four different stories, probably a little bit more, and then the last story. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And in case you all are looking for it, it is written by Peter Straub. And again, like I said, I remember it being good. And I still like this movie. I like it a lot. Would I watch it again? No. I think they should remake it. What? I would watch it again. I enjoyed it, especially with Mm -hmm. the classic actors in it. That's what I think also added to it. You Mm -hmm. have Fred Astaire, Douglas Fairbank Jr., Mm -hmm. um, Melvin Douglas. Those are old, old actors from back in the day. Yeah. So anyway, um, would you like to go on with your movie facts? Absolutely. (laughs) So Rotten Tomato Critics score gave it 29 Mm -hmm. and audience gave it 44. I I agree with the... I agree with the audience score. It's like I said, like it, it was good. Uh huh. I wouldn't watch it again. Okay. And I'm sorry. I mean, that's fine. I always wonder how the hell they come up with these scores. 
on a movie that was made in 1981 right. and Rotten Tomato is from, you know, not that long ago. Right. I mean, it's from the 2000s, I think. But anyway, continue. Oh, you're offended. I am She's offended. She's offended, everyone. Look at her. I'm offended. That's okay. I am. It was released, funny enough, because we're reviewing this in December, this was released December 18th of 1981. How so perfect, perfect is that? Perfect is that. I, we didn't even, well, I didn't know it no, was. I didn't either. Yeah. There's... Did you watch this at the movies? Oh, yes, I did. Cool. Yes. It has aged well in, pretty well for effects and makeup, mm -hmm. because you know, it's practical. Yeah. Yet again, the only time was when the guy fell out fell out of the window. Yeah, that looked that a little looked, bad. But the, I mean, it's the 80s. It, it's okay. Like, yeah. it still didn't look too terrible for the time. No, that scene is pretty bad. It aged bad. It, that but part, that's not, But you know, I mean, the technology that existed right. then wouldn't have been able to, right. I guess, to do it any better. I don't know. Me either, but I think it aged well mm -hmm. in that sense overall. It had a budget of $13.5 million and made $23.4 at the box office. Where where did that budget go? Because I don't... I feel like the movie didn't seem that expensive to make for that time. Yeah, I mean, it's not right? like they were showing know. or... Well, maybe they were trapped. Maybe that maybe that window effect cost that much. Maybe it did. You never know. You never I know. mean, clearly they went from different places um, from yeah. what I'm seeing here in Florida. But, that's true. I mean, All right. that's a lot maybe of money. Maybe that's what it was, the know. travel. Yeah. I'm just curious because it didn't seem like it, but maybe, anyway. Yeah. The movie, like we mentioned, is based on the novel by Peter Straub of the same name. And Universal purchased the rights for $225,000. I guess that counts as the budget. <laughs> or I towards the budget. So. But still, <laughs> I mean, that's nothing out of the $13.5 Yeah. And that's not a lot of money. But no. we're talking about 1981. Well, I don't know what the hell. And probably before. Because yeah. the movie came out in 1981. But, right. you know, we know they're filmed prior. Mm -hmm. Interiors of the abandoned home in the film were crafted inside the former Union Station in Albany, New York. So I was not wrong that it was somewhere in Albany. Because I kept saying it's taking place in Albany, New York. Well. Because I saw it on the wanted person yeah but then we were wrong i don't know there's albany somewhere in there yeah no it said it on that wanted yeah. or that whatever it was wanted poster if you want to call it that i don't know what the hell it was but it did say albany new york and it was one of the squatters so shooting for the florida based scenes were completed in deland and new smyrna uh-huh beach florida i've been to deland i don't know what new smyrna beach where is that I wonder. It's Probably somewhere, somewhere up there, middle of our state on the east coast. Mm. Florida is quite large. Well, it's very. It takes almost seven hours to get out of here if you're all the way down where we are. Yeah, Can I you imagine people in the Keys add three hours to that? I know. Oof, Florida is quite vast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Deland is actually pretty nice, though. It's kind of hilly up there. It is nice, which is a nice break. It's a whole. Different Florida. I've heard that New Smyrna Beach is really nice. Uh, a lot of sand dunes and things like mm. that. Something that we should go check out maybe sometime. Cool. Of course, they have more shark activity up there. That's but, all right. Um, I'll go into foot deep water and we're good. It's <laughs> all right. It's all right. All right. I think it's time that we head into movie observations. Let me go over who the characters are. All right. So let's start with the characters. Ricky, who is played by none other than Fred Astaire. Dr. John Jaffrey, who is, who actually is the senator in our other retro movie, The Changeling. There you go. Edward Wanderley, who is played by Douglas Fairbank Jr., who is the sign, the sign, the son of silent film star Douglas Fairbanks. He did a lot of the old school swashbuckling silent movies at the turn of the century, last century. That sounds really weird. All right, then. Uh -huh. And then there's Sears James, um, one of the of the group. And then there's Don Waverly. He's the lawyer. Yes, he's the lawyer. Mm -hmm. Don Waverly and Eva slash Alma, mm -hmm. who is... The ghost. Yes. The... Well, yeah. she was a human and then a ghost. Yes. <laughs> Clearly, that's why it's a ghost. Duh. Yeah. All right. We open with... These four men, and they're all having nightmares. Mm -hmm. Then we cut into these 
very dramatic opening credits with dramatic music and i mean it's very like 80s it's very back in the day yeah yeah and then we do cut into this you know what would you call it a sitting room Mm -hmm. little library yeah that all the four men they're all dressed up in suits Mm -hmm. suit and tie well one of them is even wearing i believe like a smoking jacket yes that's sears he's wearing a smoking jacket with an ascot (laughs) <laughs> They're smoking cigars and they've got and brandy. Some brandy or whatever the hell is in. It looks like brandy because of the glasses they were. Yeah. Yeah. And they're sitting around telling horror stories. Isn't that cool? I think so. But they get dressed up for it. And their yeah. name is the Chowder Society. But they're not eating chowder. I know. <laughs> I need to look up. I started to look it up, but then the day got away from me, or I should say the morning got away from me. And I. Couldn't find why they were called the Chowder mm. Society, and I don't remember why. They didn't mention it. As yeah. it is, I I heard them say that they had a name for their society or, you know, their little group for storytelling, but I never caught that it said Chowder. Mm-hmm. We also didn't have subtitles because they weren't working. Yes, they were. This movie is very hard to understand in the sense because it's old, mm-hmm. so I feel like they talk lower. Yeah, the sound and is a little so bit. And so clear. Yeah. Uh, so I was yeah. like, what? Excuse Plus, me? <laughs> we, and mostly because I I do have some hearing loss, I sometimes <laughs> cannot hear really yeah. low sound. No, but it was hard. So we always, I always put subtitles on everything I watch. Yeah, I yes, too. Even YouTube videos I put really? subtitles on. I have to. <laughs> I need it. It I makes it. that connection for me. Yeah. I like it because that, that way you understand clearly because we learned from The Witch. Mm-hmm. You just understand <laughs> movies way better. Yes. Then, I mean, I I feel like at a loss when I don't have subtitles. That's where going to the movies can be hard. Yeah. Where I'm like, can I have subtitles? <laughs> Just to make sure I understand. It would be great <laughs> if in the future you get to wear special glasses that if you want that, you yeah. get that. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. But like, I'll never forget when we went to watch The Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so amazing to watch this at the theater, but I could not understand Bane <laughs> for the life of me. So I feel like I missed a lot of the movie. Right. Um, because I didn't have the subtitles and he had that weird mask on. I'm like, so what it, the fuck is this guy saying? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, you can't even attempt to read the lips as they're... Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, right. So that makes it harder. <laughs> but anyway, we're digressing. So the point... And then they go on this tangent that I thought was funny because they're kind of predicting the future in that sense where Mm -hmm. they were like already at that time men were already not wearing like suit and ties to Mm -hmm. things that eventually it'll be just like what we call now business attire Mm -hmm. where it's not so formal and they'll only wear suits to a funeral right he's they were kind of right yeah that people don't dress up for things unless it's like a funeral or i guess a wedding or an opera? I don't Look, know. <laughs> I can go on to a tangent about that as well. I, I but I'm not. I'm going to keep it as brief as possible. I saw a news story. Mm-hmm. Your dad and I were watching it about how travel has changed and that people show up looking literally like, like I don't. They went s- to the beach or something. Yeah, actually, okay. one woman went in a bikini. What to go on a flight? But oh my, I digress. The thing is that people don't dress up like they used to to right. go on flights. They just look. Some of them go in pajamas. <laughs> So, yes. Well, anyway, but it's just funny how the they kind of predicted that and it kind of came true. Yeah. That it's not so, you know, it's changed. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in that room. They're discussing, you know, the horror stories and they're discussing their nightmares, right? Mm-hmm. That they're all having yep. bad dreams. And we cut all of a sudden. I did find this odd, but obviously it plays into it later that we just cut to we're in New York now mm-hmm. to this condo. You know, very high-rise condo. There's a bathtub overflowing with water. There is... We cut to the bedroom and the there's a woman laying there, but... Face down. Face down. Mm-hmm. You know, you just think she's sleeping. There's a guy there. His name... We find out his name is David. Mm-hmm. He tries to wake her up, I think, right? Yeah. And kind of talk to her. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he f- she flips over. He flips her over. I don't remember that exact detail. And she's like rotting, right. kind of. Not but, 100%. Yes. And, but before she he flips her over, she's saying these weird oh, things. Oh, yes. She's, she's like, talking I am weird, you. Yeah. I am who you are. Or some 
mumbo jumbo like yeah. that. Um, and it's creepy the way she says it. Yeah, because it just seems out of nowhere. And right. He's like, and he's like, what? Like, what the fuck and are you, you can tell that he's getting the heebie-jeebies with what she's saying yeah. as he approaches her and yeah. flips her over. Right. And then, obviously, like I said, so it's like her eye is rotting. It's mm-hmm. not a full-on rot yet. Yeah. He freaks out. He's in a robe, by uh-huh. the way. And he freaks out so bad that he goes kind of like flying backwards in a way mm-hmm. and just falls off the balcony the robe comes off we get a full frontal which i thought was very that was a lot for 1981 that's a lot for 1981 yeah because nowadays um these horror movies have no shame yeah in showing full frontal men Mm -hmm. and i was just shocked i'm like oh oh 1981 okay Mm -hmm. i see you but this movie was rated r and for good reason i think it's still r because it's a heavy subject matter in general but there's a lot of nudity in this movie yes a lot yeah there is and he falls to his death oh yeah he crashes through like a glass lobby and it's like very dramatic he's gone yeah we cut back to the little town that the men live in that's Mm -hmm. where i don't understand where they're living is it it's it's somewhere in new england yeah I think I think it is upstate New York, mm-hmm. or maybe not. No, Connecticut. Because remember, I saw the license plate at some point. Was it Con? Okay, I whatever. Think so. Does it, it matter? doesn't matter. Okay. I guess it doesn't matter. The this guy who fell out the window, David. His dad is one of the old men in one this chowder society. Mm-hmm. He also has a second son who finds out about. Well, the dad calls him to come home. Mm-hmm. And he does. This is now Don. He right. is now technically our main character. Correct. Don seems to have a strange relationship with the brother and the dad. We find out later why, because he's not well, successful. Well, yes. And then he also, at some point, confesses to his dad that he slept with his brother's girlfriend. And right. you're like, what? But there's more to it. He he said that like if it was an affair. Right, but it isn't. But it isn't. As we find out. Right. Mm-hmm. The funeral happens. Ed, which is the dad that lost his son, mm-hmm. all of a sudden sees David and chases him through the snow. Like if he's going to talk to him, like if he was a person, I'm like, you just had this funeral. Why are you Because he's an older person. Denial. I, he just woke up, I think. It yeah. seems like he had just gotten wo- woken up or whatever. And he's, yeah, in denial. He's confused. He ends up on this bridge. He hears a woman calling him. Mm-hmm. This mysterious voice, which you get to know throughout the movie. And when he turns around, as I put in my notes, a creepy bitch shows up and it's the same lady from the bed mm-hmm. but now she's really rotting yeah it actually looks really it looks pretty good it's a little cheesy but good at the same time mm-hmm. and obviously he freaks out same way kind of like david the same kind of reaction and he falls off the bridge and dies yeah and as this is you know as the the police come and all of this is you know, being investigated, we get a glimpse of a woman figure mm-hmm. in the snow. But right. she she's not dead looking. She's just like in a coat. You can't really see her face. No, she's very like blurred. behind some bushes and stuff like that. Well, and it's snowing. Yeah. So it's kind of covering and kind of giving her a haze effect. Mm-hmm. So we don't know who she is, but we do know that. By the way, I did find um, a fact when I was looking through some videos. Mm-hmm. The um, originally, the makeup was going to be that she was faceless, oh, like okay. no face up to the mouth area, mm-hmm. and then that was going to be like this big open jaw or something. Well, that would have been kind of cool. It would have been. Yeah, they actually used that in House on Haunted Hill, the nineteen ninety one version, in one of those things. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I just thought that was interesting. Go on. We cut back to Don. Obviously, you know now that the, now his dad is dead so now his brother and his dad are dead mm-hmm. by the same woman so he's living in the dad's house right and he's investigating as most people i think do you know you go through you know your parents belongings whatever and he's looking through this big trunk and he finds a picture of four men which we now assume it's the chowder society when mm-hmm. they were young in right. 19 whatever and there's a woman in the picture 
but her face is blurred as well. Yep. And he finds this odd. And now in retrospect, does he recognize her? Even though he can't see the face, does he recognize her? He does, because later on in the movie, he implies that she's in the photo. She's the oh. same woman in the photo when she's com- when he confronts all four of, or mm. all three, sorry, all three of the okay. remaining Chowder oh, Society. The yeah. The picture is in front of this beautiful old house, which- A very old Victorian. It was oh, beautiful. You know, I would totally live there. Mm-hmm. If it's not haunted, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's important. For later. Um, Ricky, who is... So I think the two main characters... The main character is Don, essentially. But Ricky is like the main character of the Chowder Society. I think he has the most conscious being. Like, mm-hmm. he's the kindest of them. He is the sweetest one. And, right. And he is, again, played by Fred Astaire. Yeah, I think that adds to it, too. He just has like a sweet face. He looks he like a nice grandpa yeah. <laughs> in this movie. Yep. So he decides to go to that house that's in the picture, but now in the present, it's all boarded up, it's abandoned, it's worn down. It's Mm -mm. an abandoned house, as we know (laughs) that they deteriorate. Yeah. And when he's there, he hears a woman laughing. Yes. When he's in the house. And that laugh is heard throughout the entire movie, which I find I always have. And I still do find very creepy. Yeah. I was trying to see if I could find it. And maybe when we go to break, I'll look for it again and see if I can find it. Because I find it very creepy. Like, Because it's I heard a little that, playful, but not. evil. Right. right. It's playfully evil. Right. There's squatters in there. It's a guy and a kid. Mm-hmm. The kid, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. I can never really determine that. Hard to tell, yeah. Hard to tell. But they're in there. And they're very strange. Yes. And from what we gather is that they're being controlled by her. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like her human henchmen. Or kinda. her familiars, if you want to go sure. to, down that road. Ricky freaks out. He tells the police. The police go see, and obviously they're gone. Right. So now we're like, were they real? And at first you're like, are they real? Because mm-hmm. at first I, I was like, are they real? But then, I mean, they do show up later. Yeah. Don does show Ricky the photo. And now the squatters end up at Don's house, which is technically Ed's house. Right. And it's to freak him out. And they leave this necklace with him, which he recognizes. Mm-hmm. And he's like putting the pieces to. That's where I think he really starts clicking yeah. things. Like what's going on here? This doesn't make sense. Right. And you, the audience, don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Don goes and meets with the Chowder Society. Well, he makes his way in. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He wasn't invited. Doesn't he say what's the price of joining or something no, like that? No, he said I'm I'm here to pay right, to or buy something my like way that in. to buy his way in and it's with a ghost story. Mm-hmm. That's the what is it? The initiation is with a ghost story. Right. So, he tells what? Isn't that kind of like are are you afraid, afraid of, of the, the dark? dark? Yeah. <laughs> so he tells his ghost story. He was a professor in a Florida high uh, high school college. Mhm. Which would have been funny. I thought it was going to be UF also. <laughs> like, is it going to be UF? And you see him coming into the school and he's dating another professor. Mm-hmm. But then he gets very distracted by the new secretary. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Yes. He was supposed to call a professor later at night. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He went on a date with the secretary whose yeah. name is Alma. Okay. And that's messed up. Yes. <laughs> But not only does he go on a date, he spends the night at yeah. her apartment. And it is a full-on scene. Yes. Both of them butt naked. 1981, man. They're setting the plate for the rest of Very, horror. very sexual scene. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Look at you guys. Yeah. And they cut to another scene and they're taking a, a tub bath together mm-hmm. in one of those old clawfoot type tubs. Mm-hmm. And they're talk talking and, I mean, again, both naked. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden she goes under the water mm-hmm. and she stays under and he's like looking at her like, what the hell's going on? And she pops out and her her hair, which is very long, mm-hmm. is covering her face and she's just screaming. Mm-hmm. Just so weird. Yeah, I put weirdo Yeah, here. I see that, weirdo. And the conversations that they have, she always wants to know about him. 
She never wants to really contribute information when he asks her things. Mm-hmm. She's always like, oh, let's just talk about you. And and the town that he lived in. Mm-hmm. Which obviously... That he grew up in. Right. Yes. Which, you know, yeah. now, obviously, because we know who she is, it makes sense why she's so interested. Yeah. After that tub scene, you they cut to her just sitting up in bed, mm-hmm. and she's just watching Dawn. Yeah, kind of like paranormal activity. <laughs> kind of. It's a little creep um, vibe there. They decide to go away together, mm-hmm. and they rent a place by the beach, which I guess is New Smyr- Smyrna Beach in Florida. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And very nice. Yes, very, very nice. nice place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he tells her that he wants to elope, mm-hmm. but she's like, "Oh, I want to get married in your town in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to be there." And he's like, "Why?" <laughs> and it's weird. The conversation turns mm-hmm. a little off. Yeah. Yeah. And then later she's she's staring out the window mm-hmm. and she starts saying more weird shit to yeah. him. Like, I will take you places you've never seen, mm-hmm. d- do things you've never done or whatever. And then he says and watch the li- and then she says and watch the life run right out of you. I've always found red that- alert, red alert, <laughs> run away. <laughs> Leave her there. <laughs> Let her pay for the Airbnb. Bye, bitch. Hell no. That's oh, messed Lord. up. And then she just goes back into bed and she she does her giggle, which I still have yet to find it. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, they're back at her apartment. Coming yeah, the back little from vacation's the over. It's definitely over because his face is like, yeah, this shit's done. Yeah. And he basically tells her, you know what? I'm taking back. What I said, I don't think I want to get married. Yeah. And her face is like, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the next day, he goes back again. I guess he, maybe you get a feeling that he might be changing his mind. Or he felt bad or, yeah. To go see her and the apartment is completely empty. And she's she's not at work. Gone. Mm -hmm. Yes, not at work. Mm -hmm. Nowhere to be seen. Right. And the next thing you see is, I'm assuming several months have gone by. Yeah. And he's having a call with David, and he tells him that he's married. David, his brother, tells him, I'm marrying her. Marrying Alma. Don tries to warn David that she's dangerous, but yep. I also think she is bewitching them. Oh, yes. Because Absolutely. of how, because of that, because of that instant, sorry about that, Archie's here. The Our dog. producer is here. Yeah. <laughs> that... Because of how instantly he was attracted to her at the school, mm-hmm. she's also bewitching them. Yeah. I, I totally agree that there's some kind of supernatural seduction on her part yes. going Ooh. on. Supernatural seduction. I like that, huh? SS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and David doesn't listen, and clearly... He does. He's dead. Yeah. Should have listened. Mm-hmm. Oh, and... It was because of his distraction, Don, because of his distraction with this bitch, he 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 lost his job yep. because he stopped working. Yep. He basically disappeared mm-hmm. without saying anything. He didn't call out, basically. But yeah, I mean. He could have called out and said, hey, man, I'm sick. Yeah. But and, that wasn't but he it. I think he was just neglecting his job. No, but he but his boss at the school said, you just disappear and come back oh, without saying right. anything. You're right, you're right. So, you yeah. know, he could have called out. He could have been like, hey, guys, I'm Plus, fake sick. they were both behaving in very lascivious ways at the school yes. itself. So Yes, they were. Yeah. They were, that's right. We're back to the old man society, and they were all Chowder like... society. The old man... Well, because I put the old man society in my notes. Uh-huh. Whatever. <laughs> and he's told his story, and all their faces are like, huh? Find out what happens next after this quick break. So after he's done with his story, he shows the picture that he found in his dad's um, attic. Mm-hmm. And he tells them, this is her. And the old dudes are like, no, it's not. He seems to be on point with this. Yes. It's Sears, who's the lawyer, who's like, meh. And honestly, of the four of them, he's a bit of an asshole. He is. I think if, well, when we get to that part of the movie, I think I'll I'll make the comment. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like everything, there's always that one person who's like, yeah, I don't believe you and all that stuff. Yeah. 
So next scene, the next scene is one of the Chowder Society guys, John. He's having a dream. And you see that there's a gurney and a what appears to be, well, not appears, it's a woman, mm-hmm. but she's covered. And all you see is her hand. And he's touching it. And he's like, no pulse, no pulse, no pulse. And all of a sudden, he's strangling her, but he wakes up and he's actually strangling Millie, who to this moment, I don't know if it's his wife it is his wife because he said, she says to him, I've known you for, I've been married to you for 30 something years it, and I still she, don't. I guess I miss that part. Know you. Anyway. I think that was that with point, him. Yeah. And she says to him, listen, there's a patient waiting to see you. And he says, but I don't see patients. And she's like, well, that's what I told her. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. We get a flash of the patient and it is Alma mm-hmm. dressed in like all black. black. John then goes, starts washing his face. Um, Millie goes downstairs to tell the the patient that he'll be right down, but she's gone. Mm-hmm. As that's happening, John starts to have what seems like a heart attack. He comes downstairs, I'm assuming, to get some glycerin tablets. He goes nitroglycerin. Nitroglycerin, sorry. Um, and he goes into his office and he starts looking and Millie starts helping him look for it and he can't find it. She, he tells her, call an ambulance. She moves out. He goes to his medicine cabinet to look for it. And that's when he realizes nothing's there. He cannot find those, what is it, nitroglycerin tablets. Mm-hmm. And then he hears, I'm going to take a bite out of you. And what happens throughout the movie is as they all, as they die, she'll say something to them that she has said to them before. Mm-hmm. Um which oh, I found, we don't know that yet, so we'll connect this. Right, and that's soon. why I'm I'm mentioning that, because mm-hmm. we'll get to it. And then he dies. And Ricky now decide to explain everything to Don, because now their friend died too. Now there's two dead members of this Chowder Society mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Right. What's plus going David. On? Plus David, plus Don telling the Alma story. Mm-hmm. So we're going back in time to 1929. Yeah. It's the four of them young, and they are immediately smitten by Alma, who is ne- who is really Eva. Right. In that time. In that time. Right. They all become friends with her. They're like this group of five friends, but th- they're all interested in her, mm-hmm. you know? And we find out that that abandoned house is her house. Right. Where she was staying. That's where she lives. So, you know, the sequence is them being friends, you know, showing their relationship. The five of them being friends and hanging Mm -hmm. out and picnics and drives. And you see the picture being taken. Yes. That famous photo that Dawn found. Yes. But she has a... a an attraction to one of them more than all the rest of them. And that's um, Ned. Or, right, Edward, which is the... David. With the guy with the two sons. Right. Right, right. The scene that we see is nighttime, and Eva and Ned are in bed. He's sitting up. His back is to her. It's nighttime, you can tell. And apparently, we had failure to operate. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) From his point of view. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Whatever. Um, And his friends show up. The other three show up. Mm-hmm. Trying to serenade her, but then Edward shows up at the window. I don't think they realized he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I think they all assume, the three of them assume, oh, they had sex. Well, because he's shirtless. shirtless. Right. So, and he is, I think he's doing that on purpose because he doesn't feel quite manly at that moment. Right. He um, leaves with them. Yes, Edward he leaves does. with them. And they get really drunk. Mm-hmm. And then they come back mm-hmm. to Eva's house. Yeah. They're all drunk and they're, what did, they're like in her. Like in a sitting room. Like in a sitting room. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, want to dance with her and they're talking to her. She's with all of them except Sears. Mm-hmm. And Sears wants his dance. This is where he shows that he's the asshole of this group. Yeah, because he calls her a slut and then she yes. slaps him. Yes. Which is a good slap. Remember I said it was... Yes, you that, did. That, that was a good slap. Yes, you did. <laughs> it gets to a point where... Because it's implied that Edward 
was making it sound like they had sex. sex. Mm-hmm. But she was about to, because she's pissed yes. and annoyed at all of this. She was. It looked like she was about to say, oh, do you really want me to tell you what happened? Yes. And one thing led to another. She got pushed into the fireplace, I think it was, and it's made out of uh, granite, it mm-hmm. looked like, or some kind of heavy stone, yeah. and she hits her head, bah, knocked out. Yeah. They all think that she's dead. They check her pulse. They say she doesn't have a pulse. Right, but John... Who's the doctor, right? right? The one who just died looking for his nitro yeah, or pills. He was, I, th- I think he was a resident, so yeah. he wasn't... But I have arguments here. Go on. Yes. Mm-hmm. He l- looks for her pulse, finds... He declares her dead. Yeah. Which, I don't know, man. I, I Even looking at it from the outside, I'm like, that didn't kill her. You could conceivably get... I guess, but did you really check because... I don't know. It just seems so rash that I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I had problems with this, like just in a, yeah, whatever. But the thing is that they think she's dead. Yes. They consider calling the police. I, I think Frankie is the Rinky one who is, wants to yes, call the police. Is the one who says, yeah. let's call the police. Mm-hmm. But this is where Sears says, if we do, our lives are ruined. Mm-hmm. Everything that we have worked towards and our futures are ruined. He goes into... Defense mode. Yeah. And they decide to yeah, cover get, it up yeah. by just getting rid of her body. Yeah. So they load her into their car. <laughs> they drive to this lake. Mm-hmm. They leave her in the back of the car and they push the car into the lake. And as the car starts to go down, they see a movement. And all of a sudden you see her turn around and she's banging she's on the alive, window. She's alive, people. She's and they're alive. Like, Oh my God. And it's it's crazy. They could have saved her. They could have saved her. But I think one of them, I think it was Edward, starts to kind of walk into the pond. But you, I said it. I'm like, could somebody make a bigger effort to go right. help this lady? Because, yeah. I mean, come on. And I'm pretty sure Sears is the one who stopped him from going. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. But they um, could have helped her. They could have helped her. But they they don't. Nope. She, she stays in the car and she... Die. Now she really does now die. Now she really does she gets die. Drowned. We cut back to the present. Ricky and Sears saying that they never talked about this again. Not, not even, even with each other. Right. So, and what's funny is that nobody sought to sought her out. No, because according to to them, the um, people in the town were just relieved. They didn't like her. Yeah. And that she just up and left, just like that. Right. And obviously now they admit that, okay, now we know what the nightmares are. Mm-hmm. Because in one of the nightmare sequences, there was a wedding going on. I don't remember who was dreaming it. And when they took the veil, it was her. Right. Just deadish. <laughs> deadish. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> so now we know that it's her. I just want to know, why did she wait so long to get revenge? All these years have passed. And now is when she's doing it? What's, why? Um... I don't know. Seems kind of odd, right? Well, she's been plaguing them with nightmares for years. I know, but I don't know. She decided to date the only one who apparently has kids is uh, Edward. Right. But my thing is, if I were her, I guess, right, because you're very angry, why wouldn't you kill them when they were young so that you can rob them of their future of their future yeah instead of letting them live a happy yeah li- quote unquote happy life right i guess that- i i guess i would be a very vengeful spirit yeah but that that <laughs> guilt how about that guilt just building up oh all maybe that's here? the intention even if know. they didn't talk about it that guilt was there it manifested in them telling each other horror stories because yeah. what they did was horrifying it is but i don't know i think I think she could have let the guilt simmer, but then eliminate them yeah. instead of letting them get old mm-hmm. at the same time. Because you still let them live yeah, a I life, yeah. even though only one of them technically got married and had children. Because, yes, the other, they all got married, but they didn't have, didn't kids. have kids. Like, I don't know. So yeah. it's just interesting that it would take that long. Unless in the physics of ghosts, it takes that long. I don't know. I have Who no knows? idea. Maybe that's another one. The thing is one. that Sears is still not convinced that they are both, there is an, e- that Eva and Al- Almar are one the, the same, same mm-hmm. but 
Ricky and Don do believe yes. that they are. Yes. And that she is there to get even. Yeah. <laughs> they think that by going to the old house, they're going to get closure or they can fix this problem, mm-hmm. address it. You know, the usual. Yeah. Right? And of course, Ricky is all for it. Ricky is the one, like I said, he's the most conscious one. I think he's aware and he believes it right away. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he goes with Don. And Don, of course, he goes up the stairs and he falls. And But Sears is with them. Yes, he is with them. Yeah. So I guess he finally admits that this is legit. And anyway, so Don falls through the rotting staircase. He breaks his leg, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it is winter, so there's snow. Very cold. Very cold. Sears leaves to go get him help. And mm-hmm. he has the car. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now he gets his revenge. Yes. (laughs) And he never makes it to go get help. Driving back into town, she shows up in the street, Mm. in front of, in the road in front of him. It makes him swerve. Initially, the car crash. Mm -hmm. But the child squatter is in the car from the beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. and kills him. Yeah. That's why I'm saying these are like her henchmen. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. And or familiars. Yeah, as... we got a shot of his Rolls Royce. Yes. Clearly How he's unfortunate. very well off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. He realizes that Sears isn't coming back. I, I assume some time has gone by and they're like, Well, mm. I think it's getting darker too. Right. So, yeah. He decides to go get help himself. He gets picked up by the squatter, whose name is apparently Gregory Bate, mm-hmm. and tells him the plan that, you know, he's been in cahoots with the, the ghost, Eva, and what mm-hmm. the plans are. And that she has plans for them. Ricky stabs this guy, which is awesome. Yes. Good for him. Yeah. He escapes, and he goes to the police to finally tell them, hey, this happened. Dredge up the car. Let's or get the car out. Because yeah. now is when you think that's probably what's going to give closure. She wants her story told. Right. Even though I still think she would want to kill everybody. Yeah. Because it still doesn't fix the fact that she got mm-hmm. her life snuffed. Ruined. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the meantime, while this is happening, mm-hmm. she is in full bridal atti- attire yeah. at the abandoned house mm-hmm. where Dawn is all the way down at the bottom. Yep. And she's walking in her wedding dress. She's not rotting, though. She's not rotting at this point. Mm-mm. She's not rotted or anything. Mm-hmm. She looks like herself, and she's slowly going down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And then finally she gets down there and he's like cowering in a corner. He is terrified out of his mind. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him. I would be like, oh shit. Bitch is back. Yeah. And she she turns that corner and mm-hmm. looks at him and she says something to him like, I thought you'd be dying to see me. I thought that was so clever when she says that to him. <laughs> and he's got a flashlight and he throws it at her and it just goes right through her. Yeah, that's right. It does. <laughs> yep. As Ricky gets the authorities to pull the car out, they take her body mm-hmm. out of the car and it's, I don't know how it was still kind of intact, mm-hmm. but the minute it hits the ground, the what's left of the rotting flesh literally peels off yeah. and it's a skeleton. And but, as, uh, but what's weird though is doesn't she kind of like come out of the car? How does, how does they, I think she kind of just like rolled out. Is that it? Because think, it looked like she came out really? of the car. I don't to remember. Me. When to I be saw honest. that scene, it was like, what the hell? Mm. And as she is disintegrating, well, her, her flesh the apparition version of her does disappear. Yeah. But before that happens, she actually reaches out to touch Don's face. Oh, yeah, and it's a skeleton. It's a skeleton. And that's when she tells him that whole, you know, I'll I'll show show you you things you've never seen. And I'll watch the life run Mm. right out of you. And this guy is, I mean, he did great. He was, he wasn't pretending to be Mr. Oh, I'm tough. No, he was like, shitting in his pants scared out of his mind yeah that is a normal reaction i think i think so um so especially yeah yeah (laughs) so once she disintegrates the ghost disintegrates presumably she got her story told she doesn't take her vengeance on don he doesn't die or ricky yep and then peace is restored 
The end. I'm telling you, it's a revenge movie. Yes, it is. All right, let's head into our category, sound and movie. There was nothing really memorable for me besides that opening dramatic sequence. There's nothing like that stood out. It was just, you know, music throughout the movie. I mean, for me, the music was very dramatic, overly dramatic, but it was in time, it was in line with the movies of that time. Mm -hmm. I would say that the sound that was most impactful, and unfortunately I cannot find it, is that little laugh and giggle that she did. Yeah. Because like you said before, yes, it sounds innocent, but at the same time it does not. Mm -hmm. And it's, it is a part of the movie. It's one of the things about this movie that I always remember is that little laugh mm. of hers. So it's a shame I couldn't find it to play it because I really like that. It's okay. All right. Best scene. What's your favorite? It's actually the same as yours. Oh, okay. Um, Go ahead. Which is when you realize that Eva is still alive mm-hmm. in the car. Yep. Even though I had a feeling like kind of what you said – it's not that I didn't know what was happening in the movie. Obviously, I figured out at some point, okay, this is a vengeful ghost. Something is, you know, the rotting thing that she's transitioning from semi-rotting to rotting. Something's happened. It's, you know, yeah. something's going on. But even when she got her head hit, I was like, this can't be the end. I don't think she's right. completely dead. Mm-hmm. But it's still shocking to see her yeah. come to life. And you're like, oh, shit. And it is hinted at. In the movie, when John has that dream Mm -hmm. that he's like, oh, there's no pulse, no pulse in the dream. It's telling you of what's coming. Right. But you don't know that it's going to be that. But you're still shocked when you see that they just let her drown. Yeah. That was pretty shitty. Very shocking. All right. Best character. Oh, I guess we agree again. We definitely agree. I thought she did a great role. I picked Eva Alma because... She's not wrong right. to be wanting. Technically, right, you can say she is the bad guy, but right. she's not. No. It's the men. They were the bad guys. They were the bad guys. Look what they did and covered up. Mm-hmm. So I chose her as the best character. Yeah. And she was, she did a very good job because even when she was not the ghost, she was very odd. Yes. She was an odd. And then when she was a ghost, she was just like over the top weird, which mm-hmm. was great for the, mm-hmm. the role and just the vengefulness of it. And she didn't have like this angry face. It was very calm. Mm-hmm. It's which, a calm Which in revenge. and itself was scary. Creepy. Right. Yeah. But I, I have to touch on something. Yes, when she was not dead and she was still alive and breathing and all that. Yes. I think that what was attractive about her to them was that she was from another place she was exotic right but the town itself because you see at one point the women bad mouthing her they're being all catty catty whatever about her mean girls because she's exotic she's different she has a british accent right there's this coolness about her that they do not have and they're they feel threatened by it yeah so i think she was i thought she did a great job so anyway what about unlikable character and we agree on this one too Mm -hmm. and we chose sears james the lawyer yeah um because i mean i'm not i'm not saying that the other members of the society are innocent but he was definitely the worst one because they could have fought against him and said you know what we're going to yeah they 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 bowed to him i think that of the four of them he was kind of like the leader the bully yeah even for sure um he came across as an entitled asshole. He did it back when he was young, and now when he was old, he was the same thing. He was yeah. still an entitled asshole. He was. He is the one that came up with the idea of disposing of her body. Yeah. He 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 treated her like she was trash. Yeah. And I actually think, thinking, looking back at the movie, and I had wanted to mention it during, but we were so into it that I didn't. I think he was attracted to her and he was mad that she mm-hmm. was not was attracted a jealousy to him. Thing. There was jealousy. Yeah. There was an undertone sure. of jealousy going on there as well. I agree. Yeah. I so. agree. So he's the winner of that one. So what character would you be? I love this. <laughs> um, I'm going to say you would be Don. Oh, yeah. And I would be a chicken just like him You'd at the end. You'd be warning everybody that there is some shit going on here there that doesn't make going sense. Down, we got to fix this. Yep. You would be terrified. Yeah. yeah. I would be him at the end like, oh, <laughs> don't get near me. 
<laughs> oh, wait, I would throw the light, the flashlight. I would totally do everything. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Good one. <laughs> I chose uh, Eva Alma for you because you would be seeking revenge oh, from the Oh, hell grave. yeah. You better. If I could do that, you bet I'm going to get back at them. You bet. Mm-hmm. So I could see you being her. Yep. Does it hold up? I put yes because the the story is a great story. The movie did hold, you know, it, it aged well, it aged like I well. said. Yeah. But I still wouldn't watch it again. Like, it's just too long. Even though I've seen longer movies. Uh, I was going to say, come on. But it was just, and I don't mind slow. E- I don't know. It's just, it has that old feel too long where I'm like, eh, it's too well, long. Well, I, I, I like it. It's still, yes, I agree. It holds up. And I would watch it again. If it's on TV I, and I catch it, I'll watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually now want to read the book again. Well, have at it. Or maybe I'll do audiobook. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, and now on to our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs, in the basement, the attic. I don't know. Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter, look spooky, no trespassing, abandon. Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. Rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance. I have, why are you going in there into the abandoned house? Mm-hmm. They split up at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, she wasn't a bad guy, but they didn't really make sure she was dead. That's right. They did not make sure she was dead. So, hey. So the bad guy you got came your back. revenge. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Scream Award. How many times does Erica scream in a movie? <laughs> Two out of five. I had moments where I was like, ah. Yeah. Ugh. I agree with you. <laughs> I thought it was maybe one more than that, but it may have eh, been good enough. <laughs> Average two to three, right yeah, in the middle. Right. So it was good. Yeah. We rented this on Vudu, and you can also rent this on Apple TV, YouTube, Redbox, or Amazon. And that's a wrap on Ghost Story, and that's a wrap on season two of Horror Cafe. Yeah. So I guess we'll be seeing you all in 2023. Ugh. Wow. Wow. Remember when it was 1999 and everybody thought the world was going to end? I do. Well, here we are. And here we are. (laughs) Making a podcast. Well, I hope everyone has an awesome holiday and a happy new year. And um, looking forward to 2023, our third season. We'll start off January. Since it's my birthday month, we will have Erica's picks. Yes, we will. Ooh, I have to make it good. Yes, you do. See you guys next year. Bye. Today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook with our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. And we also have a website, horrorcafepodcast.com. Please comment, like, subscribe, send us emails. We'd love to hear from you. We love feedback and fan mail. I get really excited when I get an email from our followers. And please send us emails because we really read them and we do reply. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll really help us out. You can leave the star review. And if you can leave a comment, that would be great, too. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. This time, stay spooky. And until next time, stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs) 